1: Are it's what we do, it's what we do, and we just can't be anything else. No, it we've proven to ourselves and many people around us that this is really this this is is really us, and
0: it it, it just happens to be on a microphone. But pretty much, this is uh, this is this, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. We're drinking, okay? Okay, confession time. We're not even five minutes in. I am halfway done with my drink. Sorry. So, we, um, Ann Barner mixed us up some special drinks tonight. It's
1: called key. No, we're not telling them what the name of it is. We are not telling you. Because the person you. who shared the recipe with us said we couldn't. Said we couldn't share the name. We
0: are not telling you the name of the recipe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are we telling them any of the ingredients? Mm-hmm. Okay. But the ingredients within are, and we're not going to tell you measurements. It's all up to you. I'm leaving it all up. To you, Um, it's coconut vodka, right? No, No. coconut. I'll tell the recipe since I'm the one that mixed the drink. Could you do it, please? I'm
1: out. I'm leaving. Bye. (laughs) You're going to need to get yourself some lime (laughs) vodka. I am a huge fan of absolute vodka, so that is the only brand I choose to purchase at this time. If a vodka company contacted us and said, hey, ladies. Uh, we'll change in a heartbeat. I'll, I'll dump them. We'll change in a fish fart. That's what we'll do. A fish. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I mean, that's, that's how serious we are. Anywho, you're going to do lime vodka and coconut rum. Yes. I'm not picky about my rum. I, I mean, I might, should be, but I'm not. But um, we could learn to be if I'm we sure. got a sponsor. If you got a rum company and you want me to drink your rum on air and talk about it. Girl, stop I'm it. all about your rum. Stop talking about a dream come true. <laughs> ah, don't So me. you're going to take your lime vodka and your coconut rum and you're going to mix them together and you're going to put some pineapple juice on the top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I prefer fresh, not fresh, but um, pure. pure pineapple juice. No, nothing added. No, it's nothing. It's just you read the ingredients and it's pineapple juice. And that's all. That's it. So d- 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 that's, that's all, folks. Yes, it is a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. than regular pineapple juice, but the other stuff, for whatever reason, my face gets all lit up. And me too. So um look at me, I'm not lit up yet. You're not. You, I'm, <laughs> I'm no, done. You are almost done with your uh-huh. drink. i
0: shaking my ice, girl. Yeah. Because I'll be going in for another. Yes. Yeah, so, so y'all just hold the. Friggin'
1: hell on. Yeah. Uh, this is a delightful, <laughs> a nice... refreshing, tropical kind of drink. Oh, so
0: good. One Lime that you vodka. definitely want to drink in the summertime. Yes. Summertime.
1: Oh, and I went by Chick-fil-A and got some fella Ice. Of course she did. I buy them two bags at a time. <laughs> and they're five-pound bags. Yeah. And I keep them in my freezer. All I can say is yeehaw! <laughs> so I got that drink over pellet ice, and that's what we're having to drink tonight. Yes, and somehow your floor is suddenly very slanted. Oh I don't know what's
0: no! Happening. <laughs> I keep reaching for stuff, and then I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> she might be sitting down before this <laughs> is over." <laughs>
1: Cross-legged so it's your turn in the middle yeah,
0: I know. I'm getting nervous
1: about what we're well, having. Well you should be. <laughs> what are you cooking?
0: I am cooking. Okay, so it is for all intents and purposes. I mean, look at the temperature out there. It's summer. It
1: oh, is. Yes.
0: So um I decided okay. I love a toasted marshmallow in the summertime. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I don't think toasted marshmallows ever go out of season. They don't. So um I'm making for us tonight a Mexican hot chocolate cookie with toasted marshmallows on top. Well, that sounds fantastic. And the other thing that never goes out of season is using my blowtorch.
1: That's right. <laughs> and I'm so excited. Drinking in a blowtorch. <laughs> Somebody got the fire department. <laughs> We're gonna need them on I think standby. We have, oh,
0: goodness, I'm not really standing on I'm off.
1: watching how you're measuring
0: <laughs> it. It's, you know what, it's a suggestion. It's That's a great. fun, it's just a
1: suggestion. <laughs>
0: It's a suggestion. Just
1: a little suggestion. Yeah, so yes.
0: those numbers are just
1: suggestions. Okay. All right. Well, Mexican hot chocolate cookies and marshmallows with yes. a blowtorch. Yes. And some sort of a drink that's got lime vodka coconut rum, and fresh pineapple juice. Girls, stop it. It's a good night at my house. It's a wing bingo. A wing bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh, my gosh. All so. right.
0: Guys, I just have to say this because I'm just saying we're so excited about something that's getting ready to happen. Oh,
1: my God. What is it? Did you tell Did you tell All me right, about it? I told it? you. Okay.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. I know? It's happening on Saturday. Oh.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, Lyndon. She was,
0: really, she really I knows. I
1: taking a sip of drink, Lyndon. It's fine.
0: Anyway, anywho, we are doing a collaboration. We're starting a new series. Don't know how long it's going to last, but we're going to try to do it once a month called Slaying in the Kitchen. Yeah with sugar coated murder, That's right. and so our first victim, <laughs> Blessing's Little Heart, is Lyndon, and he has um, a podcast, and I'm not going to tell you about his podcast, I'm going to save that for the introductions, but I will tell you he's got a great accent, and so <gasps> oh, I
1: can't wait we're actually going so
0: to, I think it's going to offend offensive. him, <laughs> what? yeah, what? So, um, and so he's he's going to come on on Saturday and we're going to bake together. So he's not a baker, but yeah. he will be playing one on Saturday. Yes. And we've sent him a recipe and we're going to bake alongside of him and we'll both be on video in the kitchen baking. And we have a specific uh, murder case that we're going to talk about with him as well. So yeah. we're going to start trying to do these once a month. Um, I think it's really fun to see if other people are willing to bake with us. Yes. And then if they actually survive slaying in the kitchen with us.
1: I know, it would be so exciting. Yeah. so that is,
0: we're going to do that on Saturday, but it'll post on our regular episode night.
1: Right, Right, because our special guest is in a different time zone. He's in a whole different time zone. Um, There may be water between us. (laughs) That's enough! Enough. You're going to ruin it! Alt. Oh Lordy B. Alright, well, we've talked about that. We got that. We're up to date. blah blah, blah. I'm gonna talk about murder. I, I think you should. Mm-hmm. Dang mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna do it quick before I have too much to drink. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. This suggestion was sent to us by our best friend Annette. I know we have a best friend. Yeah. Her name's Annette. She's, she lives in Iowa. I love her. I so love her. I love
0: her. <laughs> I love her.
1: Hey, Annette. Hey, Annette. And she loves us. (laughs) Yes, she does. She loved us enough enough to send us a murder. She
0: asked us for a recipe, sent us a murder, and then sent us a recipe. And we're going
1: to do her recipe on another show. Yes, we
0: are, girl. So, uh, I'm excited. excited.
1: But, yep, uh, Annette sent me this one, and this is all about that, you know, you're familiar with the story, that corn rake murder. Oh, I never heard of that. What? what come on now corn rake murder that you sounds never heard of todd gruesome. Mullis, the hog farmer from iowa oh god <laughs> no no but
0: i'm about to
1: yeah well he's not a very nice man really I'm just gonna tell that's you how that. he ended up on our podcast that's exactly right and now we're going to talk about him first i'm going to tell you a little tiny bit about her, his wife amy amy loved to fish and hunt and she really enjoyed the great outdoors um, she was a nurse, a registered nurse, and after many years of marriage, she gave up her nursing job to work on um, the farm that her she and her husband had, mm-hmm. um, and it was a hog farm, hog farm. I don't know the ins and outs of what happens on a hog farm, but...
0: Don't want to know. I'm good. I, I know. It's a know very me. lucrative business. And there's hogs and there's farming, and that's all we need to know.
1: Right. So Amy was a very loving mother, but she didn't seem to really be an especially faithful wife. She had um, a little bit of a habit of maybe stepping out on the marriage. That's not nice. So she had an affair in 2013, which caused a lot of trouble. I can see how. But she and Todd agreed that they would work things out, push through, and remain happily married. To some degree. And it was about that time that Amy uh, gave up her career in nursing and went to work on the farm. Um, Now, Todd had a reputation for being very controlling and possessive. Mm. And as a matter of fact, um, some of Amy's friends used to call her P.O.T., Prisoner of Todd, because he was so out of control. That's not right. But in 2018, Amy had another affair. Oh gosh, she's not. Well, her husband at all. accused her of having an affair. Okay, I'm fairly certain that was what happened. But he accused her, but we we don't know. There was some was talk action. of an affair. I don't like to speak ill of those that are no longer with us, so I cannot Uh-oh. confirm Uh-oh. whether or not there was an affair. Okay, but I will say Todd was Superman when he found out. When he when and he Amy was was preparing to leave Todd, but she was very very scared about you know. He were at. They had three children, and she wanted to make sure everybody was safe and uh-huh. do it the right way. And So they just kind of went on about their, their day, getting by like everybody else in America does. That's what we do, girl. On the morning of November the 10th, 2018, Amy, Todd, and their um, 13-year-old son, Tristan, were getting ready for a shipment of pigs. There were some pigs coming in, and they had to get the barn ready. Pigs here! Pigs are here! (laughs) (laughs) Somebody fried the bacon. The pigs
0: are here! You You got bacon girl, the pigs done been here. They've been here a little while.
1: So uh they have a little bit of breakfast and Amy had had some outpatient surgery like four days before this, so she was moving a little slow. I missed the bowl. I see. Wow, these are going to be really good cookies, y'all. It's all it's really just good. an estimate. It is. It's fine. It's fine. Let's see if I can figure out where the heck I was before she I'm moved.
0: sorry before okay. I missed the whole bowl. So
1: she's a little sore, and she goes out to the barn a little bit after the men, and then they're two younger kids, and they stand out. So now we've got Tristan, the 13-year-old, Todd, and Amy cleaning the barn. Okay. And Amy was doing some dusting. Like, there were some light fixtures in the barn, mm-hmm. and she was um, dusting them off. You know, it's a fire hazard when you get all that buildup on those light bulbs that stay on. Oh, yeah, they get all dusty. And, and... Um, she was cleaning those off and replacing any that needed to be replaced, which required her to stand on a bucket, and she got a dizzy spell. Um, so she had to sit down for a minute. I hate those dizzy spells. Yeah. And she, she told everybody, she said, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm gonna, she goes back and she starts cleaning again and she gets another dizzy spell and this time both her husband and her son say, you need to go lay down, go rest. And she feels bad because, you know, she wants to contribute, but, um, she asks is there anything i can do and todd tells her yep yeah, why don't you stop off at the red shed the red shed oh on the way to the house mm-hmm. and grab that pet carrier we have in there the pet carrier a pet carrier okay because i've got some kittens that uh-huh. have gone the a mama cat has gone and had some kittens yeah, in the work, oh. workshop and i need to gather them kittens oh up. gotta get them kittens out um, which is interesting. I'll come back to Don't let me forget to tell you about them kittens. Okay. All right. Yes, so ma'am. Amy leaves, heads off to the Red Shed, and Tristan and Todd continue doing their thing. Todd steps out for a drink of water. He comes back in. They work a little bit more, and then Todd says, Hey, Tristan, I noticed the pet carrier that I asked your mom to get isn't where I told her to leave it. So why don't you head over to the red shed and check on her. Make sure everything's all right.
0: Okay. Make sure she didn't have another one
1: in Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So Tristan heads to the red shed. Todd heads to the house. Well, next thing you know, Tristan is yelling for his dad to come to the shed. Tristan had found Amy slumped on the ground of the shed with a corn rake jammed in her back. A corn rake.
0: Now, a corn
1: rake. All I can say is freaking out. Yeah. It's not like a normal rake that Mm -hmm. you rake your leaves with. No. A corn rake is what a farmer uses to pick up corn. Yeah. So it's a little sturdier than a regular rake. Mm -hmm. And it's got, it's kind of the shape of a shovel. And it's got four times on the Mm -hmm. end of it. So not not a Mm pitchfork, not a pitchfork, but this is a, a corn rake. Sure. Okay. It's a very hardy tool.
0: It is hardy,
1: but it, is it real, real sharp? Um, It's pointy. Yeah, because you can, you know, jab it, get your corn okay. off the ground. All right. So, but, um, no, I wouldn't say it was, I don't know. I, I, I don't remember it being like a knife sharp, but I don't think so. I guess if you were um, backing up and you accidentally backed into it, maybe at, at full you speed. could, maybe, <laughs> If you ran and you ran it backwards, 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 then yeah. you could get it stuck in your back. Yeah, but it's um, not,
0: okay. I'm just saying, it didn't slide in like hot butt.
1: Uh, no, no, I wouldn't think so. No. No, but um, so here comes Todd. Tristan's a, you know, a mess saying, oh my God, I can't feel, there's no pulse. Mom's not breathing. She's got this rake sticking out of her back. Ugh. Todd runs into the red shed. Richard, Richard. And he pulls the rake out of Amy's ah. back and picks her up and runs to the truck. Tristan gets in the passenger side. He throws, um, Todd throws Amy in next to Tristan and he hops in the driver's seat, starts driving. Okay. And calls 911. All right. Okay. That's what you should do. Is it? Oh. Is it?
0: Well, it depends on where you are because if you're out on a farm and 911, the rescue squad isn't real, real close to you, you call 911 and you hope that you meet them along the way. All
1: right, well, here I'm going to tell you something because in case this ever happens to me, I'm going to give you a little bit of information that, that you might not otherwise know.
0: I should ask some of my rescue
1: squad friends. Now, I I did go to nursing school, but I never finished it. But I Mm -hmm. damn sure took anatomy like four times before I passed it. So I know a lot about the human body. Oh, are you saying should he have
0: taken the rake out? No.
1: Correct. No, no. Step, no, no, one, no, no, don't no. Take the rake no. out. I was, I was on the. Should he have put her in the car and started out? No, we got to go way back. Yeah. Let's don't even take the. And let's don't even move anything because my thought is how the hell did you get a rake in your back? Well, that is true. You know, because you think if I step on a rake, the front of it, the, the handle's going to hit me. I'm just saying know. that rake flew. <laughs> How'd that happen? Right? How do Freak accident, right? Very weird, very okay. strange. So, yeah. And then again, were it me, even if I lived in a rural were area, it me. I might just call the 911 people and see if they had anything they could tell me. Should I back the truck up and put her in the bed of the truck with the rake still in her? Should I not move her? Like, what do you want me to do to save my wife? Okay. Uh, granted, Tristan. Is so that what you
0: want us to do if you get a rake in
1: you? You just want us to call 911 I think first. that would be
0: for the best. Don't, don't touch anything. Don't make any sudden moves. Just call the 911. Exactly.
1: Okay. Oh, listen, here comes Alexa. She's going to, she's telling us to take out the trash. Yes, she is. Well, um, I
0: just wish you could hear what my Alexa says.
1: Oh, I'm, I don't want to know. Nope. It gets a little crazy up in her house. Yeah. We're just taking the trash out in yeah. here. No, Mm-mm. we don't Some do that. Some more, though. I know I'm right in the middle of a murder, but I will tell you guys, I set my Alexa alarm up. And um, Keith Morrison, who is our true crime favorite reporter. Yes. He Everybody knows wakes now. me up in the mornings now. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, He doesn't say, wake up. He's like, um, good morning. It's time to wake up. Or is it? (laughs) He has different little things that he says, and uh, I love it. It makes me happy. Anyway, back to the story. He's calling 911 from his truck. He's driving down the road. The 911 operator asks, did you do CPR? He said, no. Is he driving down the road trying to loosen his load? Yes, because he's got a lot of things on his mind. <laughs> Maybe Not, a rake in his wife's back. <laughs> I don't think he's worried about that, to be honest Okay. <laughs> so the operator says, I need you to pull over because we're never going to be able to find you if you keep driving. Oh God. So just sit still and let Can us get just to you. sit right. still. So a sheriff's deputy comes upon him, and he's Coming waving him down. He's got blood all over him because, you know. Well, there was a rake. There was a rake, and maybe not a lot of blood when it happened, but when you remove the uh. rake, then you're opening up everything. So anyway, um, the sheriff's deputy comes over again. He says, have you done CPR? Todd says, no, I just picked her up and threw her in the truck. I threw her right so in there, like a baseball. <laughs> the deputy pulls her out and starts doing CPR on the side of the road. Ugh. And then, then the medics come and they pick her up they get her and they are able to kind of keep her going keep her going she gets to the emergency room which ironically is the emergency room where she had been a nurse so a lot of the people there know her they'll be nice to her then exactly um but unfortunately she doesn't make it oh no soon after she's brought into the emergency room uh, she's pronounced dead. Debbie dies? So it's Amy. Oh shoot! Yeah, Amy. there's no Debbie in my story. Amy. I mean, there may be somewhere along, but so far maybe it was I got
0: like a nurse that I knew, and maybe and I
1: just ran across maybe you're her. just being a Debbie Downer. I don't, I don't, I don't know. really know what your problem is, but it's Amy. Amy. Amy's dead. I'm sorry. Amy died. She did. She saw me. Um. So a a good friend of hers happens to be the medical director of the emergency department and she goes over and she takes a look at Amy's body because what she's heard is there was a freak farm accident and Amy is dead. So she goes over and checks things out. Well, the very first thing she notices... Into the blast chill we go? Okay. The first thing she notices is that instead of four puncture wounds on Amy's back, okay. there are six, which is very unusual because... A corn rake only has four times. Oh, look right?
0: at this girl. She's four. a smart four.
1: old chicken. Well, she's, I mean, I'm guessing in that area, maybe you know a lot about corn rake. she's quickly. seen a corn rake in her
0: day. Mm-hmm.
1: So, she also happens to be a medical examiner. And she makes sure... I'm not washing dishes with us. Yes, it is okay. a clean, new okay. sponge. But don't forget, that side doesn't have the, the disposal limit.
0: I know, there's no okay. disposing.
1: Anyway... So, this lady, you know, makes sure she gets the body to where it needs to be. Uh Uh-huh. And she goes in and starts doing her investigation. Uh Meanwhile, the police start investigating Todd. So. Todd? Again, we're going to start out with, why didn't you call 911 when you found your wife? Right? Yeah, probably. And why did you
0: take that dang rake out? Yeah, that was a bad thing. And why are there six
1: holes and not four? Right. And I think the 911 operator would have said, you need to leave that rake in because you could do more damage taking it out than leaving it in. Yeah, and it's just going to cause all the bleeding
0: to happen.
1: Right. Let the professionals take care of it. Mm -hmm. So, now, they also take a look at the marriage. And it turns out that Amy and Todd had been in counseling and things were not going as Todd had hoped. Oh, no. Um... And they start looking into Todd's um, activity on the internet. And they get a hold of his iPad. And Todd's been doing some real interesting searches on his computer as of late. Oh. Um, What's uh, he been searching for? Places well, to put the kittens? Like homes for the kittens? No. It, um, organs in the body, like where they're located. Oh, my God. Um, killing unfaithful women. No, uh, is, there, is there a Google search for that? I don't know. What happens to cheaters in history? And here's my favorite. What happened to cheating spouses in historic Aztec tribes? (laughs) Right? Because you want to know how the Aztecs killed their cheating spouses. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to know? Mm. That's random as hell. Another thing investigators figure out is that hog farm was worth millions of dollars.
0: Uh, And if Amy
1: was to leave Todd, she would she'd get, get half. half. Right. So, um, that sounds like motive to me. But... It does sound like motive to me. And what's up with sending your 13-year-old son That's to check on your so wife? That's
0: just so disgusting. That's, That's a disgusting think thing. About
1: if, if That's I, heartless. If I had gone out for a sip of water mm-hmm. and I noticed the pet carrier wasn't out, mm-hmm. I'd probably mosey on over to the red shed and, and check on it myself. Ain't check ain't on it my damn self. Ames. Ames, not where's, Debbie. That, where's that pet carrier? How come you didn't get it out? Especially because I'm controlling and possessive. I want to know. I want to know exactly what you've done but and instead, why. He goes out and says, 13-year-old Tristan, strong. can you go check on your mama?
0: Because I know exactly what you're going to find. I'm going to
1: go in the house. I'm not going to come yeah, with I'm you.
0: I'm going to get a sip of water while you life. get completely traumatized for the rest of exactly. your life. Exactly.
1: I'm going to go get my keys because I have a feeling I'm going to need them. I'm going to need to act like I need my keys. Oh, for shame, Todd. Oh, For Todd. shame. Todd. So they ended up arresting on Todd on February the twenty eighth, 2019. And they set his bail at $5 million. Oh,
0: my goodness. Todd, did you have that money?
1: And he told them in court, I could pay a million dollar bond. If you could put it at a million, I could pay that no problem. Oh, then I'd have been like, okay, well, then it's six billion. <laughs> Nobody
0: changed it. It stayed at five.
1: I was million, like, so they didn't do him any favors? So he hung out. But Are you listen, kidding?
0: Oh my gosh. Todd, I'm so sorry that the court treated you that way.
1: Listen, this is like. This tells you the crime how the crime rate is in this part of Iowa. Oh, mm-hmm. He was arrested February twenty eighth. His court went to trial in September. He went to trial in he went, September. His court. God, I don't know why his court sit. He went to court for his trial in September. About, oh,
0: of that same year. About that same year. Mercy. I
1: know most people are on sitting on <laughs> the dock of the bay. The dock of the bay for, forever. <laughs> yeah. So, um the jury. It took the jury seven days to find him guilty of first degree murder, which in the state of Iowa you have a mandatory sentence of life in prison without oh, the possibility of parole. Oh. Um, just before the reading of the sentence, Todd's attorney filed a motion for a new. Oh, good heavens, sorry. I'm sorry. A new trial and. There was another motion that had something to do with arrest of judgment or whatever. It, it all came down to them being mad because in one of the recordings of Todd um, being interviewed by the police, maybe they left the room or something and left the tape plan and he might have said, cheat and whore, whatever. Oh, Jesus. And his attorney didn't feel like the jury should have heard they it. They shouldn't hear that. So Nobody should be saying
0: it The judge
1: said, "Denied, denied," And then he sentenced them. So, here's the thing that kind of makes me mad though. You also have a mandatory payment for victim restitution with that uh, class A felony, which is first-degree murder, um, a payment of $150,000 for victim restitution. I believe it should have been way more than $150,000, but that's what the judge made him pay, $150,000. I think he he should have said, "Well, I remember you telling me you had a million dollars to get yourself out of jail. Why not? Why don't you pay that to the family? That's a great idea, right? It's like let's take that and give it to your kids because you already you said know?
0: you have it. I you got I got it. that in cash right now. Exactly. I can just write
1: you a check. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's make sure your kids are well taken care of because you got three of them that now have zero parents. Yeah,
0: because you killed their
1: mama with a rake. Right." <laughs> Well, um, so the judge did 150000 which I think is just a that's bunch not, of BS. That's not enough. But good news, because Amy's family has gone in, and in December of 2020, they filed a wrongful death suit against Todd.
0: Oh, super. I like that.
1: So that is a wait, waiting trial. Gotta hit them where it hurts. Um, but, and they didn't ask for a certain amount, but asked the court to come up with a, come up a with fair, a fair judgment. judgment. So I'm hoping that, you know, maybe what will happen Hopefully is Hopefully they come s- back and say all of it. Like they'll sell that farm yep. and then give the kids the money. it so mm-hmm. would be so nice. They could get educations and any kind of therapy they might need because yeah, their that, dad's a murderer. And that 13-year-old yeah.
0: will never be able to unsee that.
1: Yeah. evidently that happened in Annette's part of the world. Annette, be careful out there, honey. I know. You're our best friend. We worry for you. And we will post a picture of what a corn rig looks like for those of you who do not know. Yes. I I have a picture and we'll show you what that looks like.
0: I'm excited to see it myself.
1: Determine whether or not you think it could somehow miraculously, maybe she fell into it, like she backed she, up into it. And then she was like, then, oh, lean forward. And, and, and then, then she went back. Lost her balance because she was drinking some right. good oh, vodka. Oh, let me tell you, I forgot to tell you about the cats, remember? Don't forget to tell us about the cats. Well, there were um, surveillance cameras, of course, because it's a hog farm. You're going to have surveillance, uh, yeah. right? All over the place. Yeah.
0: Well, well, especially Mr. Control Freak. Got right. to know what, what well, Amy's turns doing every day. Out
1: those damn cameras were off. <sighs> it seems Tom felt like probably the cats had Need gotten it prophecy. there. And, no, and they I had they felt like they the equipment And it had mysteriously come undone. I think he felt like those so, kitty cats needed prophecy. Blame it on the cats. I think it was the cats the whole way through. Yeah. The cats turned off the cameras. The cats scared her and made her yeah. back. Really back. hard into a and rake. And then when she tried to get up, they jumped and pushed her back. Oh, here's another thing about the puncture wounds that the medical examiner said. They were going in two different directions. Oh. So it's like she backed into it, and they were going up, and then she came out, and somehow she was able to flip that rake over, so then they were going down.
0: It's the kitty cat. They're super cats. No yeah. wonder he needed them in a carrier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so
1: yeah. that's it. That's the Way to rake. go, Todd, you big dingleberry. <laughs>
0: The corn rake kill on me. Yeah, big corn rake asshole.
1: Watch your mouth. I mean, that's not the F word. It doesn't matter. All right. You big a-hole. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. He really sucks
0: Or if you really want to be quick, you just say S-U-X.
1: S-U-X. I am deeply disappointed in your behavior, Todd. Todd,
0: we don't (laughs) like you. We absolutely do not like you. Don't care. We are not sending you a Christmas card. We are not baking you cookies. And right now, we are flipping you the bird. Exactly. Because we're allowed to do that. Because you can't see us. That's right. All All right. right. Well, that's your
1: murder. murder. Thanks, Annette, our new best friend. What's happening in the kitchen? Because I don't see any baking. There's no parchment paper on the pan.
0: It's in the. last chiller why are you,
1: why are you doing the can can
0: but it's not i'm doing exercises don't tell <laughs> <know> the difference <laughs>
1: shut up. it's
0: exercising what are you trying to do this now just touch my knee like get it up close enough to touch just my knee touch your knee with what my hand <laughs> well it's not working uh-uh. that's why i'm keeping on trying oh Ugh. my god <sighs> i'm feeling
1: for you. Well, I am too. I'm all on right. the water now because I'm already drunk. All right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna pause and maybe mix her another beverage so she can tell her story. Oh, all right. Hold on. All right.
0: Okay, we're back. That's been fun. Y'all have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll just say Karen's sitting down now. Yep. It was necessary. It's necessary to sit down. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's sounds. And here's the thing. I thought Ann had fixed herself another drink, and it turns out she's only halfway done, and I I drained mine. Yeah, I'm not a guzzler. I'm, turns out I'm a guzzler.
1: <laughs> so, forgive me as I slur through this murk. I won't be mirth. fixing her another because I feel like one's plenty. Oh,
0: my husband will not be able to deal with me if Ooh. I have another. he be sending me back up here. Oh, God, we cannot have that. <laughs> a girl needs her beauty sleep. <laughs> Okay, I have a murder. <laughs> <laughs> How scary was that? It was so creepy, that wasn't that? it? I was really creeped out. Everybody, y'all are creeped out. Okay, here we go and begin. So, we're in the early 1990s. Mm. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Mm. Are you going to tell it? No, that's I it. I just going to sit there. And goodbye. Goodbye. Scene. No. <laughs> So, um, there was a serial killer on the loose, but people
1: didn't know it. Wait, did we tell people we were doing an improv class? No, but you're in the middle of my murder. Can <coughs> we do this after? Sorry. Jeez. All right, back, all right, 1990s, Squirrel. blah, blah, blah. Squirrel.
0: Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Serial killer. killer. But there's not much coverage in the press about it at that time. And many people at the time felt that it was due to a race and gender issue. Mm. I'm not saying one way or the other because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. The victims were young black females. Mm-hmm. Some of them were mothers of very young children. Aww. Some of them were young college students. They ranged in age from 18 to 35 years old. God, why do you gotta do stuff so
1: tragic? I
0: don't know. I just, I guess, I really like the the.
1: What's, What's that name?
0: Macabre. Macabre. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you have to say it just like that. Macabre. 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 Not love. Macabre. Ma. Macau. <laughs> it's a bird. Keep going. <sighs> okay. All right. So, at the time, there were only seven full-time investigators on staff. Oh. Right. And there were over 400,000 people in that city at the time. So that's a that's they're very overworked. Yeah, very overworked. So a common problem in the nineteen nineties, if you will recall. Yes, unfortunately, each murder case was treated separately. They were assigned to different detectives, and they were not linked and compared. Uh, boy, it was right. just, oh, we have a murder. You're on this one. You have another murder. You're on this one. Nobody looked at it as a series. Ah, uh, gotcha. Hence, serial. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hints. I say hints a lot when I drink.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, the mo of the killer w- seemed kind of sloppy as well. Mm-hmm. So not easily recognizable as an actual serial killer. So at the end of this, I'm gonna want to know if you feel like was this really a serial killer? Okay. Okay. I'll let you know. So um, as the case unfolded, or right, no. Okay, but no,
1: you're gonna have to be real clear on your story <laughs> for me to be able to determine.
0: Okay, so this the whole case unfolded very discreetly. Okay, and it started out with the case of um, Caroline Love. Caroline worked at a local Bojangles, and in June June 19th of 1992, the manager of the Bojangles contacted um, Kathy Love to let her know that her sister had not shown up for work two nights in a row, not showing up for her shifts, which is very unusual.
1: I find Bojangles fries to be very spicy.
0: They're fries? Mm-hmm. They're very salty. Yeah. I do enjoy to dip them in um, um, a honey mustard.
1: I'm not a big fan of
0: honey mustard. I know, I know. But back to the reason we're here. Mm-hmm. So he reached out to Kathy Love to let her know that her sister had not shown up for a couple of days. So Kathy went to Caroline's apartment and found that Caroline was not there, but nothing really stood out as being odd. So she called Caroline's roommate, Sadie, and I love that name. And the roommate said she actually had not heard from Caroline either and was growing concerned. So Kathy and the roommate went to the police and talked to Detective Rice, and he spoke with Caroline's boss at the Bajangles who told him that Caroline left the evening of the 15th and she had exchanged a $10 bill for a roll of quarters and said she was going home to do laundry.
1: Yeah, I was going to say sounds
0: like laundry. laundry. Laundry night. So she had been picked up by her cousin and had never been heard from again. Hmm. So they interviewed the cousin and he said he dropped her off at her apartment and she seemed fine and mentioned that she was going to do laundry for the evening. That was it. So, Detective Rice goes to her apartment to look around, and he actually notices some things that did stand out to him, because he has a trained eye. He got the eye. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the The eye eye of of the the tiger. tiger. (laughs) So, he notices that some of the furniture seemed askew, Mm -hmm. askew, Mm -hmm. as if maybe there had been a struggle, Mm -hmm. and then maybe it had been haphazardly kind of placed back.
1: Right.
0: Um. There was a full laundry basket. Yes, you've
1: got a carpet. It's a telltale sign. Yes. You can never get it lined up in your
0: No, quite. no, 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 no. So, and there was a full laundry basket there. Oh. Laundry night. That's weird.
1: Laundry was it clean or dirty? Dirty. <gasps> dun,
0: dun, dun. And there were no sheets on her bed. Oh. But they were not found in the laundry basket. Oh, no. And the roll of quarters was not there.
1: Somebody stole the quarters? Seems like it.
0: So, Caroline Love was listed as a missing person with possible foul play. Mm. All the leads that they got went nowhere. And the detective is absolutely stumped as to what happened. Like, there is nothing. There's no clues. There's no fingerprints. There's nothing. So, um, it really kind of just dries up and goes nowhere.
1: Oh, I hate when that happens.
0: So seven months later, February 19th, 1993, Sylvia Sam- Sumpter.
1: Hmm. Mm. Well. <laughs> can't read your writing. mm
0: Sumpter. I'm going to say Sumpter, but it could have been Sampter. But I think it's Sumpter. Sylvia, she arrives home from work in time to make dinner for her daughter, Shauna. Shauna was a commuter student at um, Piedmont Central Community College. Her daily routine was that she attended class while her mom worked. And in the afternoons, Shauna would pick up her godson from school and drop him off and then go home and do homework or go work a shift at the Taco Bell where she worked. And then she would return home and have dinner with her mom. Nice. So Sylvia gets home and Shauna's purse and coat are there and it's February So, normally Shauna would have her coat on and she never left anywhere without her purse. So, there was no Shauna. So, Sylvia calls Taco Bell and Taco Bell says she wasn't even scheduled to work. So, she wasn't there and they weren't expecting her. So, then she calls Shauna's boyfriend, Daryl. And Daryl says he has not heard from her all day. So, Sylvia is really getting worried. She finds out Shauna never got the godson from school either. Oh, golly. So she's like, "What is this is so out of character. So she is in an outright panic. She calls Daryl again, and he comes over to consult Sylvia and try to figure out that they happened? can figure right, out where right. she is. So they start searching the house for clues. So Daryl goes down into a downstairs bathroom, and he sees that the rug is askew.
1: Askew. Uh, uh, uh. Because you can never get it just right. No,
0: it's askew. And also, it's soaking wet. Oh, no. And he's like, this is
1: so weird. Not, so not, he's standing
0: there trying to figure out what's going on, and he actually sees someone crouching behind the shower curtain. No way. Everybody's worst nightmare. Holy crap. He rips open the curtain and oh, finds God. Shauna, naked in a tub of water, lifeless, oh, my God. face up.
1: <gasps> Lord have mercy.
0: Do you need another sip of drink? Are you going to be okay? This is only like the second page. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you might Can you need to take a pill. Scary? That that must have been that would have freaked me out for Jeff, the rest of my life. Are you saying
1: I'm not having the appropriate reaction? No,
0: I'm saying I'm worried because we are just two people in, and we got a long ways to go. And I'm I'm upset that you are going to have a heart attack.
1: The man has just <laughs> found his dead girlfriend yes. floating in a tub behind a shower curtain. Not what he thought it was. I'm I'm a little upset by You're
0: it. You're askew.
1: I am not askew. You are are emotionally askew. I am not.
0: I know exactly
1: how I feel.
0: Okay. So anyway, he finds her lifeless body. And upon examination, they discovered that Shauna's skull had lacerations and bruising all over it. And it looked as if she had been knocked unconscious and then strangled to death. So um, it was obvious that she had been murdered. So the police could not find, figure out a motive or any suspects. They talked to all of her friends. They talked to people at school. There was just nothing out of the ordinary that anybody could put their finger on. So that case just kind of goes nowhere. So in June of 1993, Audrey Spain, who's 24 years old, fails to show up two nights in a row at her shift at Taco Bell. And um, the Taco Bell manager tries to reach her sister, but he couldn't. So, he decides to go over to Audrey's apartment. So, um, he gets there and her car the was manager?
1: There.
0: <clears throat> the manager.
1: Wow, that's really nice. I think,
0: I think it was nice. He knew where she lived. I guess it wasn't very far. And he decides to go over there and see if she's okay. Because he couldn't get her sister on the phone. So, he goes over there and um, notices that her car is there, but... She He knocks on the door really, really hard, and she didn't answer. So the next day, when she again didn't show up, he went back over and begged the janitor to let him in the apartment. So the two men enter the apartment, and they find Audrey dead on her bed, Ugh. unclothed, and strangled with several articles of clothing, including her bra, which you know really pisses me off. I do. And um, the clothing was actually still around her neck. So in one year, we now have a missing person and two murders that involve young black females in their homes. No forced entry, no witnesses, no suspects, but nobody's connecting these murders because they're being investigated by different investigators and they're not talking.
1: But but from what you've said so far, they don't seem to have... The same
0: mo. You're right. They don't. They don't. The only mo is the victim, the race, and the gender of the victim, where it happens. Pretty much. That's the only thing. And when you're talking about a city of four hundred thousand people,
1: yeah, they're probably not the
0: only young black females that were killed during that time.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that. So
0: I get why they didn't right. connect. Them. <clears throat> no, they did it. They weren't conne- They weren't making the connection. So. It's
1: good, nor am I. Okay. I'm not making the connection. No.
0: So, on September 15th of the same year, Michelle Stinson is found in her kitchen by her two young sons, three years old and one year old. Oh, man. Um, In a pool of her own blood, she had been raped, then stabbed, and beaten, and then strangled. And the police start thinking... Maybe there's a connection here, but the mo is not lining up. Right. Like it just now. Is it that that whoever's doing this is is adding a feature, an mo feature each time? Like did he start out one way and he's going to do it that way and then add something? They're like, this isn't. This is kind of weird. So the the lead honcho of all now, of the does, detectives. Did this
1: girl work at, at a fast food restaurant as well? No. Okay. So now we've talked... It's Not the Taco Bell or the Bojangles killer,
0: no, and she's but she is in her home, so it's like, what is like, so is she connected? Is she not connected? Mm-hmm. We don't know. She had been strangled, but they couldn't tell what she had been strangled with, right? So they
1: couldn't have not her bra's ear.
0: She did not have a bra wrapped around her, which is good. So the lead honcho detective assigned is assigned. By upper brass to pull all of these cases together and try to figure out what are we missing. So, and then the crimes go quiet until February of 1994. So then they're like, did we have a serial killer? Did he just stop? Like, what's going on? So the next thing that happens is February, February of 1994, Vanessa Mack's mom arrives in the wee early morning to pick up. Um, Vanessa's four-month-old grandson so Vanessa could go work at her early Sunday morning shift at the Carolinas Medical Center. She
1: was picking up Vanessa's grandson?
0: She was picking up her grandson.
1: Okay, Vanessa's son.
0: Vanessa's son.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yes, so that Vanessa could go work her shift. And it was like, she was supposed to be there at six o'clock in the morning. She was actually there a little bit earlier. When she arrived, she noticed that the door was ajar, not askew. Right. And then she called out to Vanessa, but there was no answer. So then she sees the four-month-old asleep on the couch.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: Right. And he has on his play clothes from the day before.
1: Oh, Lord. And we all
0: know babies grow dirt, and you change them constantly. And so she was like, this is really weird. Right. So she goes back in the bedroom And she discovers Vanessa's lifeless body, heat on a bed amongst a bunch of covers. And at first she didn't even, she didn't even know it was Vanessa. She thought it was just a bunch of covers. Mm -hmm. And then when she went back in, she was like, oh my gosh, I think that's a body. And it was Vanessa. Mm. Vanessa was partially clothed, strangled with a pillowcase. Mm. Yeah. Now the police are saying, okay, somebody's doing something to these women. We don't know if it's, maybe it's multiple people. And that's why they're all a little bit different. So they're confused, but they can see, okay, we think that there's a connection. We're gonna start treating it like it's a connection.
1: So in yeah, March. Maybe it's like twins or triplets or something.
0: And they're all siblings and they're doing it, but But everybody the has their own style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was in February that Vanessa got discovered. In ninety four. March of 94, there are three more murders in three days. The 9th, the 10th, and the 11th. Hmm. So this time, the crime scenes are a mess. Uh Not bloody, sloppy. Uh Not cleaned up. There were fingerprints left behind. Just like, everything was askew. This must be the middle child. <laughs> yes, this is the middle child who's like, I don't even want to freaking do this. Right. I don't give a crap. Just let me check the box and get the hell out. So now they've called the FBI in. And at first the FBI didn't even see that these killings are from a serial killer. They're like, this doesn't fit a serial killer MO. Serial killers are very organized. Serial killers usually have a kit, that they like a kill kit that right. they take with them. Right. This guy is using random... Items in the person's house. Well,
1: maybe he didn't study up on what some <laughs> serial killers were supposed
0: to do. <laughs> Obviously, and
1: he's just playing it by ear. Like, yes, let me so, see what I can find.
0: So these patterns, maybe the patterns is of
1: his MO. Is that he had doesn't have an right. arrow,
0: right? Maybe that is his MO. Sure, because they're saying the patterns are too loose. Oh. So the strangulations had been different in every single case. They had mm. been strangled with something different. It was something that was already in the house, which seems like more of a Crime of opportunity. Correct. Um, it, it just there were signs of rape on some, but not others. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, "There's something. There's something is not right. We're not making the connection." And they didn't even consider the case of Caroline Love part of any of this because
1: she's still not been. Down. She's missing. Right. Yeah. Right. So
0: she's not even. They're not looking at her as. Oh
1: crap! I hope she's not the one doing it. Listen, Lord, I've don't noticed. tell
0: my story. Oh. <laughs> So, March 9th, I'm going to go through these March murders. March 9th, okay. Betty Balcom. Okay. She missed her shift at Bojangles.
1: Okay.
0: The same manager that Caroline Love worked for, mm-hmm. still working there. She worked for him. He immediately is concerned. He's like, oh, God, I've got another employee, female, not showing up for work. I- I've done this before. So the next day, when she doesn't show up the second time, he calls police. He ain't even, he's like, I ain't going to anybody's Mm -mm. apartment. I'm Mm -mm. calling the police. Yeah. So the police go to her apartment, and they find Betty face down in her bed.
1: Oh, Betty.
0: Strangled with a towel noose. Yes. Fully clothed. She had been dead more than 24 hours. Mm. And her apartment was in complete disarray from the did struggle. Did you say her
1: apartment?
0: Her apartment. Uh,
1: apartment.
0: Yes, her department.
1: Department. I
0: thought you said apartment. No, I, but I did say it kind of quickly. <laughs> <laughs> quickly. Her apartment. All right. Okay, so, but this time they noticed there's a missing TV in VCR. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. They didn't notice anything missing before right. in the other apartments. Maybe they didn't have a TV or a VCR. We don't know. We don't know. And this time, Betty's car was missing. Damn it. So this is all new. So now who they... Who Betty's car? Who took Betty's car? So they start checking local pawn shops for the TV and the VCR. Right. right? And then they actually, as they're driving around... Here we go. We're checking all the shops. Nobody can see you driving. Okay, well, I'm up. driving. Do, 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 do. And I'm using my notebook as the steering wheel. Everybody, just imagine. It all makes sense. Okay, so they're looking, and then they get a call from dispatch as they're searching these pawn shops. And there was a boyfriend of a woman who just called and said he found his girlfriend dead. Lord have mercy. So, when they arrive at this place... They realize they're in the same exact complex as where Betty was. They were just there. Oh, golly. So they're like, what the hell? So, and they were there earlier that day. So this is the same day. Mm-hmm. And then they get called. So this apartment, again, complete chaos. Brandy Henderson had been discovered by her boyfriend when he came home from his night shift job. He found the apartment to be ransacked, and Vanessa had been strangled with towels. Oh, so we do uh-huh. have towels. Okay. And they had a 10-month-old baby. Mm. That baby was barely alive with a garrot still around his neck.
1: I'm oh, sorry, a who? A garrot. It's a garrot?
0: That's what killed... Um, it's the thing that you twist in
1: oh, like the, in the, the back brush like a yeah. uh, piece of wood or whatever somebody tries it's a to... string
0: and you twist it with this it's a piece, it's like you can use this as a grot so you put the she's, you put loops and she loops has and her then
1: pen. she's holding her pen.
0: yes and you put a loop of the string here and here and then around their neck and right. then you just start twist twisting it. right it's a twist tie. Huh? yeah like for bread
1: but with jambonet it was a piece of a
0: Yes, but that's what they had used as the garage. So anyway.
1: Somebody tried to kill the baby?
0: Yes, completely. Now, the first baby was on the couch sleeping. So this baby was near death. So then. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. So, um, all right. The lead detective called all the detectives in and said, we are going to sit in this room We're We're (laughs) going to sit in this room. We're going to review all the case notes. We're going to whiteboard the shit out of this. I don't even know if they had whiteboards back then. We're going to chalkboard the hell out of this. And we're going to try to find the similarities. Where did they work? Who did they know? Where did they hang out? Everything. So one name kind of popped out for everybody. Mm. This man's name was Henry Lewis Wallace. Mm. And... A victim of what had appeared to be a fire back in August of 93 had actually known him as well. Her name was Valencia Jumper, and I didn't even cover her because she was killed in a fire. Oh. And the coroner ruled her death accident, accident by fire. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, so, But it turns out that Valencia Jumper was good friends with Wallace's sister. So then both Shauna and Audrey had both worked at the same Taco Bell for the same manager named... Courtney Love. And Henry Wallace as well. Is that
1: her name? Is it really Courtney Love? No. Okay, it was like... Because no. she's kind of famous, so... you No, it was think. Caroline
0: Love. And Caroline Love, they're not even looking at her. You know why? Because she's not part of this because she's missing. Oh, right. Right. But Shauna...
1: Wait, so who... I mean, Shauna, the confused. girl. Okay, is Shauna. the girl?
0: Shauna? No. What are you asking me? Henry Wallace. He was the manager, store manager at the and time. And his sister is... We're not there yet. Oh. We're not there. Valencia was good friends with his sister. And That's all we know. not
1: told us who it is.
0: And so then Shauna and Audrey both worked for the Taco Bell manager named Henry Wallace. Gotcha. Okay. So, Michelle Stinson often went to the Taco Bell on her lunch break from the Bojangles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she was often seen chatting it up with Henry Wallace. Mm-hmm. And then Vanessa Mack was the sister of one of Wallace's ex-girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Wallace is all over the place.
1: Yeah, he's coming up a little Betty...
0: Was friends of Wallace's current girlfriend, Sadie. Mm. Do you remember that name? I do because you like that name. And Sadie was the roommate of Carolyn Love. Courtney Love. Carolyn Love, the first girl that was missing. Right. Okay. Brandi Henderson, the girl with the 10 month old that got strangled. She was the girlfriend of this man named Verness Wood, who was a good friend of Henry Wallace. Oh,
1: dear.
0: Wallace had been to their home and knew that Wood worked well, night show. Friends. So Wallace's current girlfriend, Sadie McKnight, was the roommate of Caroline Love. And then they go, oh my God, Caroline Love, She's she, she was missing. We, we know who she is. So now she's in this mix too. Okay. Okay.
1: Not the serial killer I thought she was.
0: No, she's not serial killer. But now know.
1: I'm starting to wonder what the hell is wrong with Sadie.
0: Well, police go and talk to Sadie. Yeah. Okay. You got some
1: splaining to do Okay, well,
0: first of all, Sadie didn't live with Wallace. Okay. She lived with Caroline. I
1: understand what you're okay. saying.
0: So she didn't know his comings and goings.
1: But you know if your boyfriend's a serial killer.
0: Come on. Um, they haven't been dating that long. Okay. Okay. So when they go talk to her, she is shocked when they when she realizes that they are actually saying that he is a serial killer. Mm. And she's like, there's no way he is gentle. He's such a nice guy. Like, it's crazy. And he's, like, he's this little guy. He's just this little nice guy, and he's got a full-time job, and he works hard, and he's nice to everybody. Everybody loves him.
1: So, but then she goes like that. Oh, she hit her head with her palm, because, again, you guys can't see what she's
0: doing. <laughs> but if you could, you would be doing it with me.
1: Because she realizes that she recently... She not
0: have her V8. <laughs> no. Recently, he had given her some jewelry.
1: Oh, Lord. She got dead jewelry. The jewelry that
0: he gave her seemed kind of um, familiar. Sticky, like it had a sticky red. It just looked familiar. And she realizes that it was once Caroline's jewelry, her roommate's jewelry. She's wearing her dead roommate's jewelry that got killed by her boyfriend. The girl's like, Holy F.U.C. Wow. Karen is the last one. So Karen is the last letter. Oh, so, I'm like, what are you talking so she about? Was actually, Somebody named Karen's in this no. too. So she was actually wearing those earrings in the interview.
1: Lord you have freaking mercy. the flipping hell out. Were they made out of hair? You know no, some people like hair jewelry. No,
0: they were not. They okay. were just some, just some. I'm gonna say they were just some Silpata jewelry. Oh, okay. I don't know what they were.
1: Why you gotta bring Silpata in? Because
0: I couldn't think of no other kind of jewelry. <laughs> All right, so they go on March 11th, and they arrest Wallace. As they're transporting him, they get another phone call.
1: Somebody else?
0: Another body has been discovered. Is it
1: Courtney, Caroline? No. Oh, damn. Oh.
0: Excuse me, i got to wet my whistle. <laughs> Deborah Slaughter, which is an unfortunate name, oh, wow. had been found in her apartment. Raped, beaten, stabbed, choked. And she had a piece of linen cloth mm. stuffed down her throat in her windpipe.
1: Oh, that's not nice.
0: And she was his last victim. And she was a friend of Wallace. She was like, there was a direct connection. They right. were friends. I'm
1: going to have to check my friends.
0: I know. So he killed her less than 48 hours before they arrested him. Mm. So eventually he goes to the police station and he's there for hours upon hours upon hours. And he actually confesses to all nine murders, plus tells them in 92, he killed a local prostitute and he dumped her body in some woods. And oh, by the way, that's also where he dumped Caroline. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in his confession, he gave some really gross and chilling details that I will not put down paper. Thank you. I read every one of them. And, and I might not have slept too good last night Mm. because it was, it's awful. So, um, and his motivations were always sexual, Mm. but he didn't always succeed in raping the person. Right. But Shauna, he had raped her, but he put her in the tub and they never picked up that she had been raped because he had washed her body. Gross. So I know. So, um. The,
1: and it really was him by himself.
0: By himself. Dang. He was just sloppy,
1: just out of control.
0: So he said the robberies did help with his heroin addiction, though. So oh, that's why good. occasionally good. he would—he would, he good, good. would, would get—he would steal some things. So glad
1: they. But could he tried to out.
0: steal things that were not obvious. Like he took fifty dollars in cash out of Shauna's purse, so nobody but would she know. had a lot of cash in there. Right. So he just took fifty. Fifty. Right. He did take the roll of quarters, but he thought nobody's going to know.
1: Because he had to do laundry,
0: duh. He needed some, I guess you can pay for heroin in quarters. I don't know. But
1: well, you got to wash the blood out. He didn't do laundry. He bought heroin. Are you sure? Because he might he have had to do laundry. He didn't do
0: no laundry. What if it got on his Bojangles uniform? Well, that's true. He did work at Taco Bell, though, so I don't <laughs> think he wore that Bojangles uniform very often to Taco Bell. Oh, right, Well, you don't know. So he said it felt really good to confess and unburden himself. Oh, I'm so happy so that happy. he just felt good about himself over that. Wow. At one point, one of the detectives alluded to the thought that maybe he was schizophrenic be but wallace said "Nope, there's only one henry and that's bad henry oh dear yeah so henry is just an asshole so before trial wallace tries to have his confession suppressed because he said it was coerced of course but when they look through the hours upon hours of tape they realize not only was it not coerced but the man wouldn't shut the hell up right
1: he was volunteering he just
0: was he had diarrhea of the mouth right so they go to trial, and the defense tried to present that Wallace was an emotionally unstable and mentally ill man because of his past. There was this whole paragraph that I read about how he was raised and boo-hoo and blah-blah. I don't care. Right? right? Me no care. So I didn't write it.
1: I don't believe you.
0: No. So the jury also said they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and so they convicted him of nine counts of first-degree murder. <clears throat> they sentenced him to death. Goo. Bah, bah. Bah, bah. All of his auto appeals have been denied.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is in Central Prison in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it's really crazy because where I went to college, we were only like two miles from that maximum security death row prison. Why would you put a girls' college there?
1: I don't
0: know. Oh no. So anyway, when he first arrived at Central Prison, um, he had to be separated from the general population. Because he was easily drawn into fights, because he would go into a rage.
1: Right. But at
0: only 180 pounds, he really came out on the losing end of oh, all of those fights.
1: Wow.
0: Now he weighs 400 pounds.
1: Lord have mercy!
0: And he is no longer separated, and he's in general population with everybody else. Because he can fend for himself. Seems like it. But I do, I do want you to know that in 1998,
1: how did he get to be 400 pounds? They eat a lot of bologna. And white bread. I just don't understand and how cheese. you can be four hundred pounds in prison. I suppose
0: he's eating pretty good. I mean, he's been there since. Are the you sure 90s. he didn't, like beef up? Is he? Is it all muscle? Oh, he's like I think he's a he's a he's fluffy. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's a rotund fella. Wow. Yeah. So he but, must get a lot of little Debbie's. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. Here's here's something. In 1998, mm-hmm. there was a prison nurse, and she married Wallace. That is just so very sweet. She still visits him regularly, and she probably sneaks in Little Debbie's, and that's why he weighs 400 pounds.
1: Wow. She
0: still visits him.
1: That's so nice. So I think we should go. I'm not
0: going to visit bad Henry. I don't want to go see Henry. I want to go throw baloney and Little Debbie's at this stupid prison nurse that comes to visit him all the time. I
1: don't want to do that either, because she probably got some nasty connections out there.
0: Probably, because she was the prison nurse. Right. And then she gave up her career to marry him. Yeah. She Ew. Are you sure
1: she gave up her career? She
0: doesn't work at that prison anymore. Well,
1: But she could work at a different prison.
0: Well, she doesn't work at that prison. It just said she gave up her career at that prison. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I would be. The
1: only reason I'm going back to Raleigh is to go to Charger
0: I I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I don't think that if you are married to a prisoner that's on death row that you should get to be a prison
1: nurse at any prison. I personally agree with that, but, I mean, I'm not one to make the rules.
0: No, you're not one to make the rules, but I'm just saying, if they asked you your opinion, what would it be? I
1: would say, no, ma'am, you may not marry a death row inmate at your prison, or any other prison for that matter. Or... He has been found guilty by a jury of his peers. I don't think
0: that prisoners should be able to get married while they're in prison. Sorry. I just don't think that's something, especially if you're there on death row.
1: No, it's all about the freaking rapes. But
0: I definitely don't think that she should be able to be a prison nurse anywhere in the whole world. Not just our country, the entire world. Right. If she is married to a a guy in prison. I just think that's, somehow it's conflict of interest. So, anyway. Um,
1: Maybe she...
0: That's um, not murder.
1: There you go. Well, so. that was a murder. That yeah. Was oh, Minnie. Minnie. guess what Minnie. he's
0: called? What? The Taco Bell Strangler. Oh. That's how I found him.
1: Wow, Taco Bell Strangler. Yes. Yeah, so here's the question. You were trying to Google Taco Bell near me and Strangler yep, came up instead? It did. Wow.
0: Yep, because he was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Wow. And somehow when I Google things, Verizon yes. thinks I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina yes, all the because time. because you
1: bought a new phone. I'm sure you paid yes. a pretty penny for it, but yep. I have a sneaking suspicion it was repurposed.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was originally connected to a tower in Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. But the question Probably is... It belongs to a prison nurse. Or, or a prisoner. <laughs> so here's the question. Was he truly a serial killer? I do believe he was. I don't. Well, Because serial killers... They kill strangers.
1: I know, but I think that you have, you can...
0: And he was very sloppy. I don't think he should get to be a serial killer. I think he just has to stay the strangler.
1: Oh, no. I think he's a serial killer. Because they're the worst of the worst, right? Yeah. And, I mean, he I, he killed
0: people that he knew. He did. Like, that's how he got in their houses and there was no forced entry.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, Be, come on in. Yeah. They were like, oh, hey, Henry. Oh, my God, good? you're such a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you bring any tacos? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh.
0: Or Bojangles.
1: Can I get a Chalupa?
0: Can I get me a Mexican pizza? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't I? even know what that is.
0: Well, they don't even have it on the menu anymore. Oh, no. It's tragic.
1: I don't like a Taco Bell has some stuff that, that has like a shredded cheese. I am not a big fan of the liquid cheese. No, I don't I like can't it. Get on board with the liquid cheese. No,
0: but so. most of the time their stuff has shredded. Yeah. Because it doesn't melt, which is interesting. Yeah. So it makes me wonder is it cheese?
1: Maybe. <laughs> it is shredded though. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't
0: either. <laughs> okay, so um we're gonna put it on pause because I need to pull my um
1: Cookies yeah. out of the oven, girl. She started her cookies. Listen, I'm gonna torch these that, cookies. She, <laughs> she put that shit. Stop, sorry, Mama, in the freezer, and she ain't pulled it out yet. So. I mean, I pulled it out, but it was still sticky. We're gonna itchy. defrost some cookie dough and eat it. Now, so oh I'll my be God. right back, and then I'm gonna torch it. It's right. Bye. 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 I mean, hold on. Please hold. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Hi, y'all.
0: We're back, and I got to torch things, and I only set a couple of fires. It's no big deal. The fire department didn't even have to come. So. It's amazing. It's
1: the first time in a long time there's no fire in my kitchen.
0: Yay. So we're going to taste these little suckers. Mm. It mm. smell good. It is delicious. Mmm. mm, mm. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I enjoy well, guys, y'all need the recipe to this. They're very chocolatey. They have chocolate chips in them, and they're chocolate. And it's really good chocolate.
1: It's delicious.
0: Yeah. You did a really good job. Thank you. And it's got a little toasty marshmallows on it. I've and I can little, taste that chili just right in, in the little back
1: bit. of my throat. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's got some um, little salt flakes on the top. It's very delightful. Yeah,
1: you're going to want this recipe, That's mm-hmm.
0: It gets all the good taste buds. And good stuff. All right, guys. Well...
1: Uh-huh. Next batch is
0: ready. Why don't you start talking about social media? Okay. Do you know what to do in there? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. We have social media. We have Instagram. And our name or handle or our personality on Instagram is at Murder. Yeah. So easy to find us. We also have two Facebook pages. Those Facebook pages are...
1: We must
0: be really important to have two Facebook pages. Yeah, we have a fan page that's Sugar Coated Murder fan page group, Sugarcoated Murder podcast fan page group. And then we have a regular page that Sugar Coated Murder podcast. The, the group is private. You have to ask to join it. No problem. We let everybody in because we desperately want love and attention. And the public one is there for the public. Um, so... And if you're on the group fan page, then um, you get the episodes a day early. And, you know, you just get to hang out with us a lot. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. We're on Twitter.
1: Twitter.
0: We're on Sugar Murder. We're yeah. at Sugar Murder on Twitter.
1: We're just a couple of tweets.
0: We are twitting away. We're on TikTok. Don't remember that one. Sugar Coated Pod or Sugar Coated Murder Pod. I think that's what it is.
1: So.
0: Mm-hmm. Our email is the most important part right now
1: yes
0: because that's how you send us email to let us know a you like us b what kind of murder you want us to do c ask for recipes b wait Suggest- i, I, I went what backwards
1: what
0: and number four <laughs> is i don't
1: know how to use
0: it i know you don't
1: It's gonna figure
0: it out okay because i did without directions it's the craziest thing so um and also, you can send us recipes to try. So that's, and so again, that's murder.sugarcoded at gmail.com. And we love you guys, and we want you to stay sweet and don't murder. No,
1: because if you kill people,
0: we will woo, <laughs> set things on fire. <laughs> We're going to set things on fire and talk about you. <laughs> Yeah, she thinks she's all big and bad because she's going to do it better than me. She ain't doing it better than me. She's going to catch every one of them on fire, just like I did. Oh, <laughs> Lord. But that's how you get the toasty marshmallow. right. That's the best part. I know. So, um, we love you guys. We want you all to keep listening to us. And if you don't mind, oh, God, she's setting the whole house on fire now. Jeez. So, if y'all don't mind, um, I know that we probably are going to be burning down the house soon. But, um, if you could go onto whatever platform you listen to us on and subscribe, rate, and follow us, that would be super nice. And then if you want to leave us a nice little review, Uh do that too. Mm -hmm. But that really puts us up in the, in the lists and easier to find. And when that happens, we get more listeners and more listeners means we keep going. So, um, and don't forget that we also have a link tree, and that link tree has all sorts of links on it. You can buy us a coffee. I love a coffee. me too. We need lots of coffee. And um when you buy us a coffee, you could actually buy us a vanilla cause oh, we're yeah. almost out of vanilla. we're gonna we're gonna solve that issue. We're gonna solve it, but for now, we need vanilla.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also... Um, we're tea ambassadors, y'all. We're tea ambassadors. The link is there. We got some really fun huckleberry tea we're about to try. It's going to be... Del- can It
1: smells so good. I
0: know. It's so... And it's blue. Blue. I love that. I love a huckleberry. I love it. So, um, that tea tree... You can buy our tea tree. Tea? No. 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 That's my it's shampoo. Tea.
1: <laughs> the so- link
0: tree. The link tree has the... Our affiliate link to Buy Tea. Yes. It's got our merchandise links on it. Yeah. And it's also got the major, some of the major platforms, and you can easily go in there and hit that link up as Yeah, you can
1: order a face mask even if you wanted.
0: Yeah, or an apron.
1: Oh, my God, how fun. Yes,
0: you can be a part of us.
1: You could be part of the Sugar Coated Murder Baking Team.
0: Yes, and we have exciting stuff coming also for your Echo Dot, so stay tuned for that.
1: Oh, my golly. Yes. Also known as Alexa.
0: And eventually well, oh she just went uh, go to bed alexa go night night <laughs> and also google home which i think she's in direct competition with mm-hmm. so um, right, right. i think they have arguments and stuff mm-hmm. so that stuff is coming so stay tuned and guys the next time you hear us we'll be cooking and slaying in the kitchen with our friend linden oh cannot wait mm-hmm. ta-ta bye now <laughs> Bye.